Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight is our no reservation episode. We're going to cut loose, talk some relationship questions, get the funny back again. (laughs) So tonight I have Jen. Hello. Kim. Hello. Jamie. Hello. Rachel. Hey. And I'm Tabitha. So we're going to start off this no reservations with what is the biggest thing you're looking forward to this week? Jamie. I'll go. Okay. (laughs) Jamie. Jamie will go. Okay, Jamie. So I just, this is the silliest thing, but I just got the email that Amelie, my daughter, came off the wait list for gymnastics, which is once a week for four weeks. But I'm very excited that she'll be in something. We did try to start gymnastics with her right before COVID. And then we had like one or two lessons and had to stop. But I have, of course, being me, a great mom, missed like the sign up date. And here it's like, it goes so fast. And if you miss like the city one, you have to pay for the rec ones, which are really expensive. Anyway, so I like went on the wait list and I was like, oh, yay, my daughter gets to do something because luckily there was room off the wait list for her to get in. Yay, so I'm excited. Love that. We're going to go shopping for leotards tomorrow. And uh, yeah, and she's really excited. She's been watching all like the pre-Olympic stuff. So she's happy. So it's my little I heart love happy. that. Me too. What about you, Jen? What are you looking forward to this week? Well, it's not quite as exciting as Jamie, but I, it's pretty simple. I'm looking forward to, to, to Friday. I just want Friday to come and this week be done. Yeah. Yeah. Just go on Friday. Keto treats and some some ice cream. I'm excited. Yeah. Yay. What about you, Kim? Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to anything. (laughs) Just Just not having to work. That's it. That's all I care about. What about you, Rachel? I am looking, well, right now in this very moment my daughter's with her grandma yay and so I have until Friday morning at 10 o'clock to be and so I'm gonna do a ton of stuff I already took the mermaid's pool down (laughs) because it's just not the same as it was last year so I'm gonna restructure our garage which is like that mom bins of stuff like art projects and stuff into like a classroom Flannaville style. It's going to be great. And then I'm going to do all the laundry and I'm going to nap when I'd like, and I'm going to watch however many TV shows I need to. It's going to be great. Well, Rachel, I can send Alyssa over to help with the laundry. I would put her to good use. I'm telling you, (laughs) we hang this way. We fold very flexibly. (laughs) Yes. There'll be no pair of pants unturned with her around. Let me tell you. Well, I am ready. Does she pair socks? Because that's the part I freaking hate. Oh, me too. Yeah. We don't what do that here, so. <laughs> I'll give her a Skittle per pair. Yeah, what about you, Tabs? Yeah. Nixon's birthday parties on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Exciting. So we invited all of the kids from his clinic. I'm so excited about that. that. We got some RSVPs from some of the kiddos that he goes to school with and they're making it sensory friendly and the place was awesome. So we got it all set up, ready to go 9 a.m. Saturday morning. My baby's turning five. I know. That's five-year-old hair on the planet. Oh my gosh, I know. True. I was was trying to decide whether we were going to cut it before the party or not, because he's at that point where it's like in the eyes, you know? Tabitha, 
leave us hair before us party okay I, have you seen my haircuts on myself oh, i mean well, I i'm saw, the only one Nora's. who does it i'm I the only Nora's. one, I'm the only one who cuts that hair okay <laughs> Nora's was a little bit learning curve we're getting better <laughs> <laughs> she's got different cowlicks than he yeah. does i just want to say as the you know classically trained hairdresser of the group right now that Nora's got a rocking look and oh. Nixon always has good hair and you cut it I mean just to give you a few props thank you thank yes. you that stuff is thick it yeah. barely makes it through clippers we have to yeah do it he's in got this like sensory beebs thing to keep it right where it's supposed to be yeah. Love it. Uh, Nora's, Nora's got her 70s vibe going. Very 70s bang. Very rocker. The coolest though. Very um mullety in the sense of like like a like a Miley Cyrus, Cyrus literally wears her hair like that now. Yeah. So, 70s, like, 70s vibe for sure. Yeah. It fits her spirit. <laughs> That's for sure. Amelie has like curtain bangs right now because we're trying to grow out her bangs and they just fall that way. When she did have bangs, she always looked like Dwight from the office. Um <laughs> <laughs> but apparently curtain bangs are back in so i'm like all right hey perfect child. killing it <laughs> uh what are you guys not looking forward to this week <laughs> pass let's skip like weekending and sunday are we considering because otherwise kim and i are our answers are done yeah <laughs> tomorrow sunday. we're not looking forward to getting tomorrow <laughs> yeah we don't want to go to work tomorrow <laughs> um through next week what what is uh What's Actually, that's not true, ladies. I love going to work. It's a adult time. <laughs> it's fabulous. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm not looking forward to Monday, yet. but I steal Kim's answer. Stealed? <laughs> I stealed. I stealed her answer. <laughs> Just call me if you need some grammatical checks. I stole her answer. Yeah, Monday. Oh, we have Nixon's. We scheduled his um, comprehensive school evaluation. So you know how oh. fun that jam is. Yes. Yeah not excited oh, I about get to that collect poop that's also i'm going to collect poop stools from her so that you do you know, a sample mm -hmm. that's the yeah the joy of really looking forward to that this week oh my gosh no that's like a gen done nightmare and they didn't <laughs> hand me one swab kit she handed me two and i was like oh it, gotta well, be thorough two on this requisition lady do you thank you both of these is one a practice round just in case you miss is this the one for Elmo social story style or oh, good Lord. well that sounds terrible yeah um yeah mine is that sleep is gone like our sleep skills are gone and so I am coming home from respite is always a thing for us like the transition between doing so well and being home where she can just let it buck is a hard transition you know yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, get some sleep. Well, it's like manageable at home. She's gone right now because she's coming back. <laughs> what about you, Jamie? What are you not looking forward to? This is just a light topic here. Yeah. <laughs> I know I don't have to collect poop or anything like that. Um, I, my son's teeth are coming out. The second one is getting ready to come out. And that's the first one was like, a journey with a lot of meltdowns he wanted it out but he didn't want us to get it out just like a whole thing where like he just doesn't totally understand what's happening and why his teeth are falling out so i'm nervous about that because we've kind of been sitting in a good place where it's just loose and it's not really like a big deal yet and then also like you tabitha not yet i haven't got the calls about all like the new evaluations and ieps and all that stuff we need to do 
but I know they're coming because school's starting in a month. And so I'm like waiting for those calls and getting the calls and making the calls is the worst part for me. Like worst. I mean, going and like having to sit in a room where everyone's criticizing your kid completely sucks. But like the anticipation of that suck with all the other suck and like how nice or rude is the person on the phone going to be. So I'm like waiting for those calls and I should be like the good mom who's like all over it and calling first, but I'm like, mm, I'll just sit here and wait. I'll wait for it to come. Cause it's going to come anyway. Yeah. yeah the gal for me, she was like, um, so we'll have you come and we'll have you fill out the paperwork for about 10 to 15 minutes, blah, blah, blah. I'm like you just shoot that paperwork ahead of time. I'll fill that out. We can yeah. cancel those 15 minutes. I'll have I'll that be four minutes after that and I'll be sweating <laughs> yeah. and doing my best. Yeah. No, I don't want to sit and do paperwork. That you no. know, no. Please send that ahead of time, lady. No, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have mentioned this too. So my youngest got her license today. So that's like a <laughs> it's like I'm happy that she got it because she would have been so upset if she failed. But I said I would have been like. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I would have been smiling. It's so sad or bad. <laughs> but we're all glad we're not driving in the Boston area. Just kidding. Yeah. Hey, she's not on the insurance yet, so she can't drive. Every time she won't do something I ask her to do, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just, maybe I'll forget to call the insurance. So she's like, fine, I'll get it for you. <laughs> well, we wanted to kind of just do some relationship-ish questions. Oh, well, fun questions. Our series. Yeah, fun questions that, could be related to um, relationships or our life scheme with relationships. So the first one is, <laughs> if a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Who wants to start with this lovely oh. question? <laughs> I could go because mine is ready. I am going to go with drama. And this is a, maybe a reach for this actress, but I do believe she could do it and like bring it home. Zoe Deschanel based on bangs oh. alone. <laughs> yes. And Nailed she would it. bring the silly and the curse and the yes. stuff that she would need to bring. So I feel like I'm done. How about you? Guys? I don't know. I was thinking more a little bit Midler because that broad has some sass. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Wait, is that for you or for me? That's for you. Mm. Yeah, a little mm. dance number in there. That is a bad. I loved that razzle dazzle of Zoe Deschanel, though. That's great. Yeah, she does do the razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> who who else? Who's got their movie genre? Uh, mine would probably be like a coming of age thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. think I've ever actually come of age. I just am. Uh, <laughs> no clue James, like, I want to see where this one goes. Yeah. And then actress wise, I just think of the people like who people usually compare me to. So like Kat Dennings, because I'm very sarcastic like her and people say I look like her, although she kind of annoys me sometimes, but I also have to suck that up. A lot of people say, well, they used to not so much now that I have mom weight, but that I look like actually offensive, Jamie, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, I can totally see that now, especially with your hair back. Yeah, I can see Yeah, I could see that. But really, it should be like uh, whoever's the hottest young model looking-ish. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, I love her. What about you, Jen? What would your movie genre be? Now, 
I've heard this a few times from people. So I, you know, I'm just throwing this out there in my younger days. I like to have a cocktail or two. And I think I would be a Megan Mullally 80s, 90s girl with some with yes. some martinis. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because who doesn't want to be drinking throughout the day? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and what's your genre? Martini. I don't know. Does it matter I when you're having it. a musical? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Sitcom. Yeah, yeah, sitcom. Can you what imagine the amount of princesses' appearance and song and dance you could have in your musical? Oh you my should gosh. go for musical just because your daughter is kind yeah. of done. Yeah. 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 You yeah. could do a, a drinking musical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the dinner theater. <laughs> dinner theater. Tables of five. Get it? Yeah. You're onto something. Yeah. yeah. Keep that in mind. Thanks. What about you, Kim? Well, the genre would definitely be a comedy because my life is freaking comical. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not always in a good way. And I don't know who would play me. I'm trying to think who resembles me the most. Probably like J Lo. I mean, everyone says we like, obviously we have like the same body. <laughs> I, <laughs> love that. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind your boyfriend either, so that's totally fine. Or I don't know, Megan Fox. I've been I mean, I've been, plays I've been, I've been, <laughs> yes. What did you say? Ben Affleck plays Affleck Neil. Plays Neil. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then I'd be like, JLo, move over. I'm stepping in for my roles. <laughs> What's for dinner? Oh, oh that's great. Hey, that's he great. would know the accent. He could teach her. Yeah. Oh. What about you? What's yours? Mine would, I feel like early years would be after school special. After school special. Lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> lifetime movie. <laughs> Got it. Ends in somewhat success or question mark. We don't know. And then adult life would probably be more of like a lighthearted bridesmaids ish, you know, <laughs> yeah, type movie. Yeah. And the actress would be hands down Amy Poehler because mm-hmm. my husband oh. says I re- he says I'm a mix between Amy Poehler and what's her bestie from SNL the bro- the. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. He said I'm a mix between the two of them. So I love it. So I great. think that would be it for sure. But definitely lifetime movie at the beginning. That's great. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Next question is what is one of your weird quirks that we don't know about you yet that may affect your relationship or not? <laughs> Who's gonna bite the bullet with this? I have some serious sensory sh- I really do. I sure do. I blame it on my headaches. It's now exacerbated by the fact that like autism rules my household. And so like now I have to sound the alarm that there's like a FedEx beeping backwards down the street for two people. Like, oh yeah. We have sound machine for the dog. I mean, it is next freaking level over here. (laughs) I get sound issues. And parts of that is like the way my husband chews a burger specifically. And he knows because if I ask for the Beatles at the dinner table, I'm freaking the f- out in here. Like I am. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Somebody Amy, else. What are your weird quirks? I I mean, I don't know if this is a quirk. I I like to watch those pimple popping videos. Oh like, my God. Gross. Addictive. Like if I, like sometimes if I'm really stressed, I watch oh. them. And I do have some like things. It can't be like the huge like cyst bloody mess ones like i can watch those but i'm not into those but like blackheads the things that just come out as like a whole pop seed like oh so satisfying to me yes 
the heebie-jeebies. Gotcha. I like to watch stressed. people get their feet razored. Oh God, I love every part of that. Yeah, it's ah. good. I love it. Oh my gosh. You also like have weird hair things. Like I'll stick my hair between my lips sometimes when I'm thinking, which is like just a weird habit. You do I that, you do that. I, I do that, I do that too. And yeah. I'm always like, people probably think I'm so disgusting. Cause I'll just be <laughs> and like- And then you know what else you do with your hair? Me? You have, yes, you have like a cuticle scissor, like a pretty girl cuticle oh. scissor. And you like add random nip your ends. <laughs> You're I like, oh, it's a- ends. I know. And I have yeah, curly I hair. So I have so many. So I'm like, my oh. hair's easy. You'd be a lot of nipping and snipping over here if my hair was down. <laughs> what about you, Kim? Yeah. Weird quirks. Oh, I can't think of any. Uh, you drink liquids very, very slowly. <laughs> I do? <laughs> normally slow it takes you four hours to drink a coffee in the morning i know that about you i never finished my coffee um i mean i'm practically perfect in every way (laughs) i mean that is just the truth laid out right there yeah i talk a lot i don't know that's not weird that's great we just talked about (laughs) how kim hates the silence yeah (laughs) yeah i love that i needed that this week one time i have this weird thing that i didn't know until I think my sister pointed it out or my husband, but I smell my deodorant before I put it on. So does it's, Alyssa. Like, it's like to make sure it's working. I don't know. Every time I can't stop doing it. I smell it and then I put it on. Apparently you have to make sure it's working. Super weird. That's Super so funny. Duper weird. Jen's Alyssa like, that smells that. like yesterday pit. What are you doing? <laughs> Just a quick sniff, put it on. Jen's Still died. working. Still working. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you have a song that reminds you of a relationship? If so, what song? Any relationship doesn't have to be romantic. Wild Horses is my song for me and Jesse, my son. Oh, that always makes me think. Like my wedding song, which is Faithfully from Journey, makes me think of my husband. Oh, Love that song. Yes, that's a great song. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I have I was um, waiting True for Colors by Cindy Lauper is yeah. a Sealy song, like every word of a Sealy song. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, she's not here tonight. And I'm like sad sap scrolling on Flanaville to find my video of it. Oh. <laughs> and then my mom, pretty much like any Jackson 5, I'm going to picture singing in the kitchen with my mom and my brother and my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Shoop. Yes. Uh, Hello, me Duke too. Is like an in the car anthem, so I feel like I can picture every best girlfriend. Yeah. Like I'm Salter, I'm Peppa, and it's like I've got that memory with 10, 12 people, you know. Yes. Yeah. That was played at every one of my girlfriend's weddings. Yeah, for sure. I sang it in a wedding speech. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like I don't know. Music is such a big thing to me, but I'm like yeah. still stuck in the Beatles. And I was never a girl that knew that song's name with the band with like, I can't picture the album. I'm not that IMDb or that MTV that like can say the video. Like, right. I'm not about that, but I'm like 10 bars in or however music people say it. I'm like, oh Mm -hmm. my God, I love this song. Yeah. I pretty much have one for like all of my siblings. My sister Layla used to listen to the cure religiously when we were kids. So whenever I hear them, I think of her, my younger brother atmosphere, hands down. He's a huge atmosphere. atmosphere. Yes. Fan. My brother Donald is a punk rock guy. So no effects or anything like that reminds me of him. 
My sister loves the blues. So any heartfelt blues singer plus some, I mean, they're just music junkies. My whole family, my brother, Michael likes that um, techno, like European type music. My husband, you and I from Wilco was the song we danced to at our wedding. He's a huge John Frusciante fan. So Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, there's thousands. I'm music. <laughs> I know yeah. like, I'm remembering all these now, but I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, the, the like, music is for sure. Or like a time, you know, you can hear a song and it floats you back to that minute yep. of time. Absolutely. It's just Any incredible. Emo, emo yeah. rock between like 2000. <laughs> yeah. It's an, it reminds me of like my two best friends growing up. We went to, in high school, we went to all the warp tours. So any of music on any of those <laughs> reminds me of high school. So music Billy is- Flanagan, there's like, the, I, I grew up in the city and he grew up in the country and he, so like my friends, like there's this song, she thinks my tractor oh, sexy. God. Oh yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. yep. And then there's this, um, down by the river and the railroad tracks barbecue stand in my white t-shirt. Oh yeah. Yes. I know that, that mini skirt. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like, just brings me there. Like I'm in his truck and yeah. Uh- living your youth living my youth (laughs) what about you kim are you the same just like lots of songs yeah i'm the same so obviously our wedding song save the best for last always reminds me of neil when i just hear like those first few notes any song by chicago reminds me of my mom and dad because that was like my mom's thing and um the song come on eileen I don't know oh, if you guys know that. Yes. Because my mom's not, name's Eileen. So we used to always like put it on the jukebox. I'm really dating myself here. Yeah, and we'd like, we'd like sing it to her. Obnoxiously, of, of course. Yeah. Um, Rise Up reminds me of mm-hmm. Alyssa. I have I Can't Help Falling in Love by UB40 reminds me of my son because I used to sing that to him when he was a baby. So every time I hear that, I think of him. Aww. And it's kind of weird now because he's not a baby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like one yeah. day I was saying it and I was like yeah this is a little weird now but it still does remind me true colors reminds me of Kara yeah there's just so many there's so many songs my sister it's a song you guys might not even know it it's a little boat to China but it's a song from one of our dance recitals and these like sisters did a duet and we we're like we want to do a duet but we never got to do one but like now if, if the song comes on the radio she'll call me up and like you know do a duet (laughs) do a duet with you yeah exactly we never got our big moment on stage and um I could make that happen proud Mary retreat yeah um entertainment because my sister's name is Mary but we were going to an amusement park and it came on and we're like this is your song and she was like 13 and a sassy little brat and she's like how because she couldn't you can't really hear the name in the song and we would be like wouldn't tell her we made her like try to figure it out and she was like getting so mad so it's just like more of like a joke thing but yeah I don't know and like you said certain songs just bring even songs from movies that I'll be like that's from this movie and it could be like from like 20 something years ago like Oh my gosh. There's that, this one song in Love and Basketball. I don't know if you guys ever seen that for the cry fest. The first couple notes, I'm just like, ah, start to sound. (laughs) (laughs) It works every time. (laughs) What about you, Jen? Any reminder songs? Uh, No, I mean, yeah, I've, you know, songs that I'll hear and think of people and um, that song Rise Up very much reminds me of Kaya. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I do. Um, But yeah, I'll hear, I'll hear a song and I'll think of certain people, but I'm not really that into music. I I just sometimes 
needed to turn the bleep off. <laughs> it's just, I, I have a lot of noise in my life. So, but I do like to drive and have it blaring. And I do, mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of like Jermaine Jackson, Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. I listen it. to Gladys Knight and the Pips. Like I listen Motown. to really old, yeah, oh, old stuff. I like love um, too. Lionel Richie and the Command, like all of that oh. old stuff I listen to. Oh. And I, like, you know, I call them the kids in my office, but they'll be like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, Lionel Richie. And they're like, who? I'm like, Nicole Richie's dad. Like, they don't even know who that <laughs> Lionel Richie is. I'm like, dancing on the ceiling. So that's the kind of music that I like. So that reminds me of different times and different. Yeah. It's funny I, because it's like, I'm kind of like what Rachel said. It's like, I don't necessarily know who I like, just like what I like. So like, yeah. yeah, unless I really like a song, like, I mean, really like it. I won't be bothered to find out who sings it. I'm not just like a person who like, just likes this person or just likes that person. I just, I like all different like Me I too. can like hip-hop I can like alternative rock I can like pop like it's just the yeah. only things I'm not too into is country I mean there are some songs that I can tolerate now because my daughter loves country and I'm always like I they always end up on my they more. always end up on my playlist and I'm like yeah. how did this song get here <laughs> there's country <laughs> and then there's country like yeah. Carrie Underwood oh, yeah. I like Carrie Underwood but I don't I think do she's too. considered country anymore you know what I mean yeah. well I think I think pop like country. The, the country yeah the country pop crossover I'm okay with I, I used to hate it I couldn't even listen to a country song mm -hmm. but like I've adapted to it over over the years but even then if I, if I like a country song I don't care that it's country like it's just I, I just like old I love old school country Willie Nelson Patsy Cline all I mean I, do, I, I am like, on a couch met my daughter, like, like, yeah. like I like Kenny I like Kenny Rogers through the years that was me and my dad's song at my wedding but like this Garth you Brooks. Know, this, oh you know. yeah what's that other song yeah I do like Kenny Rogers actually so he's I don't know if that's typical country though I feel like it's I Pretty like classic. Rogers and Lionel Richie when they did a duet. No way to hold them. No way yeah. to walk away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did Hello. He co-wrote, he wrote like the song. Oh. He did a song for Kenny Rogers yeah. and he presents him with an award. And I, I actually watch it all the time. I and it's like it. he jokes about how he had Who'd... half the song written and then it was time to record. And they're like, where's Lionel? And they're like, he's in the bathroom writing the other half. And it was like literally when they're in the studio to record. And it's funny, <laughs> oh, yes. like, the two of them, the banter back and forth on stage was, their chemistry was amazing. I yeah. I love My Kenny Rogers. Stephanie. Yeah. I love Lionel Richie. I love him. I always sing um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow to my kids. Oh, that reminds me of my kids so much, yeah. even though they hate it now. But when they were babies, it went great. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. so much now. <laughs> and you can sing. I, however, cannot. Kaya. No, no, Jennifer. Nope, nope. I can't, even I, I can't even hum or like move <laughs> anything. We can't dance. We can't sing. There's no, no. celebration of music. Seely's like, ask Alexa. Oh, oh, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten how cool are you ten ten boop ten i'm a ten i don't i don't want to brag <laughs> seven i don't know <laughs> i want simple puppy i love it <laughs> oh my god I was gonna say be cool I just, um, how cool would other people cool. in your life say, say you are listen if you're still in my life you've got to be picking up what I'm laying down that's all I'm saying <laughs> yes that's yes. it for me yes. what's, uh, what's the no. first thing you notice about the opposite sex I, their hands 
Hands. Hands. I nails. I'm very uh, yes, hands. Short nails, clean nails. Clean nails. Clean nails. Soft clean hands. hands. Short, I bet. Manly hands. Which do you prefer? Soft hands manly. or manly hands? Manly. But manly I can be soft and clean and nice. With manly hands and dirty cuticles, because I thought that meant that he worked hard and like could do the damn thing. That's the house I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I'd be washing that damn thing. I <laughs> oh, need to bring yeah. those cuticles over here. Over here. Yeah. The first thing I notice is eyes. Eyes. I'm eyes too. Yeah. I'm, I'm too busy looking at the hands. Hair gal. Don't worry about that. Sure. Hair. What hair. does your hair look like? Next, when we got together, you had a long ponytail. That surprises <laughs> you. <laughs> his children inherited his hair. I was like, you knew what your so, children's hair would be like. Yes, yeah. yes. You're like, sold. I'm sold on this. Yeah. I love yeah. a guy with long hair. It has to be the right long hair, but we want something flowy something and good looking. Flowy, grabbable. Some Fabio hair. <laughs> Fabio hair, yes. Uh, what about you, Jamie? I don't really. I'm trying to think. Like when I first look at a guy, when I think, like what I look at, I guess probably hair, hair, eyes would probably be it. Yeah. I really am like, and I think it's just because I've had, I've had a lot of good-looking people. No, but I'm just saying, like mm. I've come across a lot of good-looking people. And then like their personality just sucks. So I don't want to be like cheesy, like oh, it's personality, but it kind of is like. I get that creeper vibe or not vibe right away. So it's kind of like, that's kind of what I go off of. I'm and like, I think that's why I go for eyes because, because that's, I'm, I'm the same way. And I think it's not just what guys, I just, that's how for everybody that I like mean. The gateway to chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth I too. I can't go with. Yeah. Teeth yeah. are important. Teeth. Yeah. Teeth. I mean, yeah. Teeth for sure. Hands. Gotta get past the hands first. Everything <laughs> else. Yeah. I mean, just cause I'll say it. I feel like eye contact used to be very important to me. <laughs> it yeah. sucks to say that as we're all autism moms, but it used to be important to me. Like it used to be a regulator. Yeah. See, and I'm the other way. I don't like looking like I get, I don't like, I get very, like, I get very, I mean, it's different. With, I mean, I, I know you, it's different with you guys, but like people, like you just like, it's so uncomfortable. It is when a guy like locks eyes with you. Yeah, it's like yes. he's not moving. That's the creeper thing where it's like, okay. Yeah. Keep like, or it's like they're looking through you. They're not even looking at you. Then that's yeah. when I'm like, oh, creep. Yeah. Oh, Up okay. here, buddy. Up here. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's looking down to, at your I hands, though. Yeah, checking out your hands. I have to have someone yeah. looking at me if I am talking to them. It drives me crazy. Well, looking at you, yes, but like, I don't want to lock like, eyes like a learn a love test. I'm trying to yeah. talk to your father. I need to be I, I don't know the eye lock either. I mean, yeah. like, just eye contact. Just I eye just contact, mean, like yeah. a good flow, like where you're even comfortable to look away and come back. I'm not good at eye contact. I like the eye lock when, very you, when you can't person. speak and you know you want to say something. That's the only time mm-hmm. we do the eye lock. It's not really a romantic one. <laughs> it's that we're going to talk about this later. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's good for you. I was thinking about, Look. like, as we've gone through the series, I've been thinking about, like, the relationships through the span of my life, mm-hmm. you know, like, and how I've changed as a person. And I'm like, I was like, have I really changed this much? I think yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go yes. ahead and answer yes. <laughs> For sure. Like 
looking back at time is so crazy. Like going through this relationship series, it was so crazy to like think about all your relationships over time, you know, even your marriage, your stuff with your kids. Like we're in the first part of um, relationships with our kids really, but like my marriage is, man, we were young. We were young kids. I definitely have changed. Yeah. And so what's my pant size? Thanks children. <laughs> I don't know. I bought my kid and uh, my pant size has changed. I don't think that has a lot to do with just kids. Sorry. <laughs> How are you guys feeling about closing up this relationship series? Moving on to the next. Oh, I feel great. I mean, I appreciate having an opportunity to think about my, like how Seely relates to people and convey that to others. I feel like in the marriage series, I spoke pretty freely about um, some of our struggles, which were my husband, Billy and I are both open about. I feel like maybe if any of our old friends are to listen to a podcast, they could understand that it's not them, it's me. And, you know, I think it's cool to just have a little recap, but it's just hard to relationship. It's hard to make time. It's like, as I listened back to our episodes, this past series, I was thinking so many times that we're all just saying the same thing, that it's so hard to give of yourself when you've done all the things tabs was here recently. And we were talking about another friend of hers and sort of it brought up like chronic things and like how it's, I don't know how to summarize, but we were talking about the spoon theory when she oh, was, yeah. can like I you start, yeah, you start your day with a certain amount of spoons, basically correct of energy. And then you use those spoons periodically through the day to get through tasks. So like in the case of Celie Flanagan, say she's got eight spoons, just like I do. She has to work hard to sit up, to like get up, to be in lights, to put clothes on, to find the bathroom, to give enough to do all the steps, to like engage with me until she gets to her pills, to let those kick in. It's like so much effort given. How much does she really have for the rest of the day? On the other hand, is a person with a lack of sleep starting the day without spoons? Like, just because I've been going for six years with four hours of rest, does that mean that I have one spoon left? Cause it sure damn feels like it. Like, so it's, yeah. it's hard to relationship when those things are coming into play. Like it just is at a romantic level, a functional level, a coworker level, a friend level. I mean, for the love of God, I can't even relate to myself sometimes. Right. You don't know who the crap I am. To relate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love I mean, I'm thinking about it, I think, and discuss like, and voicing it and having other people also talk and relay, or we all had different experiences, but at the same time, it's like, you kind of just wake up one day and you're like, oh crap, I haven't talked to that person or I haven't like, but I just haven't been able to. So it's not, you know, like, it's nice to like dissect those things and think about them, mm-hmm. but it's also nice to move on and not I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. I think too, like a lot of it too, like for me too, is like, I just don't have anything left. Like I'm so yeah. drained that like, I don't have the energy to put forth a text that that really is just for like that I don't really want to do but it's just because I feel like I should have to yeah you know it's like and it's nothing you know what I'm saying it's nothing to do with that person at all it's just well that's the like this like spoon theory right like you start if you've had a tough day like or your kids have had a tough day or they've regressed or you've you know like us this week we were sick which caused a whole uproar then you start out your next day with only four spoons 
And so you only have four spoons to make it through your day and give those that energy to the tasks that you have to do. You have to go to work. You have to get the kids to work. By the time you get to work, you're minus two spoons. You know, you don't have any spoons left. To like who makes text dinner message. when you're done with your spoons by 11 a.m.? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought I, I think it's good to reflect and like realize that in, these type of relationships are important to try and manage, but also be realistic that you can't always be the person that you once were previously as a friend, mm-hmm. as a partner, as a anything. It's like I find so much time slides by that then it's like almost becomes awkward to like, yes, you know what I mean? Like then so. it's like, Listen, I don't try to hide it. I have fundamentally changed as a person. I have zero to give. I have, like Kim said, I have nothing left at the end of the day. Yeah. And I know that sounds terrible and I'm positive she's not listening to this podcast, but I actually woke up one day in the middle of like the worst time of our lives to someone reading into my page thinking I was talking about them. It's like, girl, get over yourself. It You never crossed my mind when I was writing this Mm -hmm. agonizing heartfelt story you know so over time I just think it just changes with autism that's just for me my every relationship in my life has changed we all have these moments in our life where like your life seems to kind of hold hold still in a way like Mm -hmm. our lives definitely are holding still but everyone moves on without you and you're kind of just stuck where you are and so it's Mm -hmm. how do you reconnect with people who have had so many changes when you're just sitting here with you know yeah well, it's and a theory. True. You change together, you change apart. Yeah. Right, um, right. And it's it's funny because I pulled some quotes out of our last episode, and something Rachel said struck me, where she said something like, "When you're completely consumed with something, it's hard to be relatable." Yeah, and it's so true. Like, it's not just autism. There are other things I feel like in your life that, you know, kind of can do that to you. You having four children. I mean, it's a lot. Even talking now, it's like, how the hell did I take care of little, like now I just like go home and I go on the couch and like decompress with my phone. But like before I didn't do that, I'd come home, I'd have to take care of them. I'd have to bring them back and forth to multiple uh, extra hours. That would be, it would, that would go on for, I get home from work at six and I wouldn't step in the door until 930. So majority of the night, it's like, I'm like, how did I even do that? I can't even fathom that yeah. now. It's like <laughs> regular life is so much as it is. Like if you have a family and you work full time, like it's just, it's so much. And then you add in all these other factors, aging parents, you know, children with special needs, homework, like, oh God. Um, one of the things that I forgot to say during our friending episode is that I find it very important to have people west of you. If you have this nocturnal effed up schedule sort of life you need to have people that are up late further (laughs) west than you because then (laughs) your two in the morning is slightly more normal at their one in the morning or go double and your four in the morning is just their two in the morning you also need friends with like effed up kids sleep schedules because if that's something you're dealing with you got to be able to text somebody hey girl at 3 a.m yeah yeah you definitely need a certain kind of uh special needs mom group to support you through through this life yep special needs mom posse to get you through for everybody listening that was our relationship series you'll get through it though you'll get (laughs) through it on the couch when i get home (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute we can't even finish a relationship series without giving one more cheers to our table 
and the people with us. I feel like love it. I want to be clear. I am incapable of friending. I cannot manage to like use a communication book in my household with my husband, but I do share enough on our blog to create a community. I do share in these episodes as you guys all do. And the community that we've cultivated that supports and encourages us by way of message every time we launch an episode or a comment on our pages and the fact that we still are five strong. I just want to thank each of you because it's, I can't even friend anymore. I hardly do anything well. And I just am so grateful that I still get to smile with you all in the morning. Oh, me too. We hit 20 episodes this series. So I think, which I'm pretty proud of us for getting through 20. Like it's a lot coordinating five special needs moms times in four different time zones, two countries. Like it's pretty insane. So I'm pretty proud of us. Oh yeah. Me too. Absolutely. So for anyone who's out there who wants to give us feedback, we'd love to hear it. 20 episodes in, let us know, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what we can talk about that you'd be interested in. You can message us, email us. And also find a buddy, find a friend, (laughs) find a friend. So coming next, we're going to have a standalone episode coming soon. And then we'll start a new series. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at the table for our fourth series relationships. Stay tuned for more. And while you wait, make sure to follow us at facebook.com slash table for five podcast. Individually, you can find Kimberly McIsaac at autismadventureswithalyssa.com. Autism Adventures with Alyssa on Facebook and the same on Instagram. Jamie Ramos is at jamieramoswrites.com. Jamie Ramos writes on Facebook and Instagram. Tabitha Cabrera is at peaceofautism.com, Pisa Autism on Facebook, and Peace of Autism on Instagram. Jennifer Dunn is at keepingupwithkaya.com, Keeping Up with Kaya on Facebook, and the same on Instagram. Rachel Flanagan is at flanaville.com, Flanagville on Facebook, and Flanaville3 on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us at the table. We love sitting with you and we can't wait to again. We'll see you real soon.